Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. This show is brought to you by DraftKings and the man in charge of their sports book joins us now, Johnny Avello. Uh, Johnny, thanks for the time today. How was the weekend? Uh, went really well, guys. Um, you know, Saturday. The two games, I love the way they're positioned, you know, to 130 to 515, a lot of time in between games, a lot of time to get your bets in after the first game. Um, they did, you know, they, in that game, they did bet the Texans. Uh, and in the second game, they bet the 49ers. So the 49ers winning and not covering was an excellent result. So, uh, yeah, good good day on Saturday. Yesterday, they played the Lions. Um, they played the Bills. So, couple of splits there on a, on pretty much the straight money, but still overall a good day for us. We were just talking about this in the previous segment, kicking around the idea of the Bills running it back next year. I, I don't think they can do that. Neither does Paulie. What do you think? Uh, here's what I think is that the Bills have probably the first or second best quarterback in the league. Um, he, they have nothing to show for it. They've pretty similar team to the chiefs over the last five, six years. And, uh, yeah. And so I think it comes down to coaching. I think Sean McDermott does a really poor job. Uh, and I think they need a change there that if, if you want to win, the, the difference has got to be Andy Reid. So, um, I just think they make poor choices, poor game choices. And, uh, I, I just never felt yesterday that the bills were going to win that game. I just, thought that eventually if Kansas City needed to score at some point they would they would get the job done. So even if the Bills scored got the touchdown there late, the Bills would have probably um, the Chiefs would have probably came down and scored. I mean they were just going through them pretty easily. I mean, totally agree. Yeah. If I mean if you can't win this one, right? This was the, how bad were the Chiefs this year offensively and you finally get them at home and you still can't beat them. Uh did you think what were you thinking before the field goal? Were you thinking any way Bass was going to make that? I knew it was going to be a tough one. I mean, he 
the confidence level certainly wasn't high from him on his kicks. So, uh, and you know, the, he had wind swirling. So the play calling was awful guys. You got the, yes. the middle of the fields open, you know, for seven, six, seven yards, every play. Yep. And they're trying to run with cook who to me has got the first, the slowest first step in footballs or running back. Uh, I don't, and I just don't know. I mean, it, for uh, for a team with so many weapons, uh, for them to be kind of shut down when they get in that red zone a lot is uh, something's wrong. Uh, did you have a lot of liability built up on the Bills when they are around six and six, and their numbers ballooned out to where they were to win the AFC in the Super Bowl? We did. Uh, you know, we had the initial liability on them, and then. Of course, when they were six and six, we had them up in the sixty seventy five to one range. Uh, so we certainly had liability on them then. And so, uh, yeah, they they were. I think they were our biggest uh, loss of all the teams that were left. How big was that? And considering here, do you know? Do you remember how long you guys were on that Lions Buccaneers game? Maybe Lions minus six and a half there. And based on that number, then how big was that missed two point conversion by the Buccaneers? Well, we bounced back and forth between six and six and a half yeah. uh, a few times on that game. So, yeah, that would have been a very poor result, uh, you know, that game four and six. So, yeah, we, we did definitely did escape that one. Um, I don't know, guys. The, the analytics the analytics that the coaches are using, uh, I heard Mike, Mike Tirico say why they did it, uh, but I just still don't understand it. I, I think – so, you know, go for the get the extra point because if you miss it, I think it takes air out of the team. I think some of the momentum's gone when you miss that, and I just don't understand of why you're going to try to win the game if you need you know you need another score to win the game. You just should try to get back in the game to tie it. So leave the analytics to the odds makers. I think these guys should go back to basic football. Uh, okay, so it feels to me like the Lions are going to be a very public team this week against the 49ers. We're seeing some early reports here that Debo Samuel might be around 50-50 to play this week, and we know what he means overall. In fact, that's what Adam Schefter just tweeted out. He's 50-50 if he can play this weekend. If he can't go, that's somewhat of a game changer. Are you seeing just nothing but early money here on the Lions? Well, we did open this game six and a half last night, We and we got pushed to seven early. And now this morning we're seeing lion money. So we're back at six and a half. So for us, we've seen the action both ways telling us that at least at this point, that seven is not the right number. Uh, Six and a half, the opener was the right number. So, you know, we'll see where that goes from here. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Debo's going to play guys, you know, he'll be, he'll, he'll certainly play and they still got a lot of offensive weapons and you know Lions just had two playoff games at home now they're going to go on the road it's it's a little more difficult spot not that they can't win this one they're playing with a high level of confidence but um you still got to beat the king you got to knock the king off the off the pulpit and uh, as far as I'm concerned that you know the 49ers are they're another one of those teams that can score when they need to get that final score for they find a way to get it done what do you anticipate in the first game where it's going to be? Is it going to be, well, you, I can't, I have to take the points with Mahomes, uh, and he's been great as an underdog, or is it the Ravens have been the best team and been so good at home all year? Yeah, you know, the Ravens are a little bit st- different style team. They'll show you times of the game where there's lulls. 
but their defense is certainly better than the Bills' defense. Um, this game is going to be a minimum of three minus 20. Uh, does it get pushed to three and a half? We haven't gone there yet. Uh, I guess there's a possibility, but you know, in a game like in a big game like this with a chief team, who's used to winning and uh, keeping games close, I think three and a half is probably a take. That's why we're sitting at this three minus 20 right now. And, nope. uh, but you know, they, could we reach three and a half? Yeah, I think we can get there guys, but then probably with, with light juice on the on the Ravens at three and a half. Yeah, it's not going to go to three flat, as you said, because people who are going to want to get three and a half are just going to be patient, and I'm sure that's going to show at some point. So hence the, the minus 120 right now is what I'm guessing here. They have been elite, Johnny, against really good teams this year. They have 11 wins against teams over 500, and when they show up and bring their A game, I mean, how many times have we seen it where they, they pound these opponents into submission? Yeah, that, that, that's kind of true. But by, by the time the game's over, we have seen that. But they, you know, the games seem to be close. When you know during the whole game, you don't you don't feel that's going to happen. So they kind of run away at the end. You know, uh, Andrew's back is a big deal for them. Uh, so you know, they're a different. They're a very fast team. They're they're a well coached team. Uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, I like. I don't put him in the same class. I really don't with a Mahomes. And an Allen, but he is, oh. you know, he's, he's, a, he's a good runner. Uh, he throws the ball pretty well. I just think those other two guys are, are, are special. I put him in a, uh, a category. I put those guys in a plus who MVPs, Johnny, come on. Yeah, I know it. I know it. He is MV. He's going to win the award MVP. I, I get all that, but, um, I still, who would you have in the game? Who would you like to have in the game? Probably Mahomes would be your number one guy, right? Oh, he's, yeah, he's yes. number one. Yes. Yeah. I would take Jackson over yeah. Allen, though. You wouldn't. And, you know, I think I'm going to go back to what I said. I think Allen um, could be coached a little bit differently. You can't keep running like this, guys. You know, uh, Cam Newton found that out. Over years, you just can't keep taking off with the ball in this league. Uh, and, and so Allen's. Yeah, you know, he's still going to do it, and he's still a threat. But I don't know if you can have design plays for quarterbacks running a lot during the course of the game. They're going to get their bell rung eventually. There you go. What's what's your best case scenario for a Super Bowl? Which matchup do you want to see? Uh, I think the Forty Niners um, Chiefs is probably a good good result for us if both of those teams make it. There has been some Raven money, and there certainly has been some. Lion money, um, you know, the Lions were in the double digits mostly the whole year, except for this final week. But, uh, you know, there's certainly some, some, been some Lion play all year long. All right, there you go. DraftKings Sportsbook Director, Sports Betting Hall of Famer, Johnny Avello. Uh, thanks, Johnny. We appreciate the time. You're welcome, guys. Have a good day. Thank you. Yep, you too. Johnny doesn't like it. I do. I, I didn't like the play call, but why go for two down eight? The odds of converting a two-point conversion once in one try higher than failing twice. Yeah, it's around 50, what, 5%? Yeah, that's what Colin, yep. On the two-point conversion? If the team converts on the first two-point try, it only needs the extra point on the second touchdown to win the game. If I fail, I know i got to go for it the second time. Kicking two extra points maximizes the chance to reach overtime. Attempting a two-point conversion when down eight maximizes the chance to win the game, which is the ultimate goal. And I go back to what LaFleur did earlier this year when they beat the Saints. Yeah. And he did it, and it worked out. It's happening more and more. I mean, just people love to play the result, though. They just, it, 
they love to say, I told you so if it doesn't work. You don't hear a damn word if it works. Right. But when it fails and you're down eight, then it's when you got these artifacts and relics and the, you know, the Phil Sims and all the Bill Cowers about, oh, no, what are you doing? Oh, it's all it's all results based. Yes. Um, You're right, because how many how many people were saying uh, those same people would say when Lafleur did that against the Saints, unbelievable job. That's what, they probably didn't. They probably avoided the topic altogether. No one said a word. You know, absolutely right. Uh, right. And so when Todd Bowles did that against the Bills earlier this year in a primetime game, yes. they scored. It was twenty four eighteen. Okay, if they get the ball back and score again, then they kick the extra point, win twenty five twenty four again. Probably not a peep. I mean, maybe at that point they would because that was a primetime game. But you get my point. Johnny also said it wasn't a bad landing spot when the Houston game fell 44. Yeah. That surprised me. Maybe not as but much not, action as like, yeah, right. But, you know, 46 was available and 43 and a half was available. And then it comes 44. You like the over in the Chiefs-Ravens game that we said earlier? No, I think the Lions game. Lions game? It's high scoring, yeah. Let's follow the money here on Beast and the Sports Betting Network. Up next, win some, lose some. A moose in a basketball game. Oh. Honestly, this should be impossible. Paulie with the details next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Great weekend as always. 
recapping all the action and props most points ravens plus 450 fewest points texans plus 270 most yards passing baker mayfield six to one most rushing yards aaron jones five to one mike evans had the most receiving yards at eight to one first touchdown aguilar 17 to one reynolds 17 to one kittle eight to one josh allen six to one Baker Mayfield over two and a half touchdown passes, four to one. Our guy in a cornfield. Wes put together his tight end parlay, anytime touchdown. Otto, Otten, Kelsey, likely Kittle, 78 to one. Tweeted out and a lot of people joined him with that one as well. That was well done. Each team to have a touchdown and a field goal in the first half of the Chiefs game, plus 340. Bucks Lions, plus 310. Texans Ravens plus 450. Every team with a touchdown and a field goal in the game at DraftKings. That paid 7-1. to one. Every team that scored a touchdown this weekend, $2. Every team with at least 10 points, minus 130. Ravens to win between 19 and 24 points. That cashes at 6-1. to one. Houston to score in both halves. No, plus 450. Defensive or special teams touchdown in that game, plus 270. Punt return in that game, 9-1 to one for a touchdown. Dobbs, most receiving yards in the San Francisco Green Bay game, paid 8-1. to one. Successful two-point conversion in that game, yes, plus 280. Allen, two rushing touchdowns, 5-1. to one. That gets there as well. UFC, Duplessis, by decision, 10-1. to one. What a come-from-behind win, an upset by Neil Magny, who was down two rounds to none, and then with a minute left, wins by knockout. He was plus 270 to win. He was 10 to 1 by knockout. He was 30 to 1 to win in round three. I can't imagine what he was in play. Tavares by decision, 7 to 1. Robertson by knockout, 8 to 1 to win in round two, 5 to 1. Flick in round two, 10 to 1. Jasad Vizvich, what are you going to do? Yep, 7 to 1 with that win. How about Bundesliga in soccer? Werder Bremen, 25 to 1, beat Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich had scored a goal 65 games in a row at home, and it was their first loss to them in 28 meetings. Rotherham Middlesbrough also draw plus 430 in English Championship League. College basketball upsets. Pitt beat Duke. They were 6-1. West Virginia plus 430 beat Kansas. VMI was 4-1. Louisiana Monroe plus 550. The Edmonton Oilers, 13 wins in a row. Longest for a Canadian team, nine in a row on the road is the franchise record, which is a little bit convoluted because, again, even with those Gretzky teams, you had ties back then as well. But 13 wins in a row. What a job. And how about this? The amateur. Nick Dunlap won the American Express 300-1, the first amateur to win since 1991. How about the the tickets that have cashed so far in golf this year? A 200, as high as 525 to 1, and then Dunlap 3, 4, or 500 to 1 this last weekend as well. That's the first three winners. Nuts. Are, are, are books writing any tickets at all on these guys? I can't imagine. One or two, that's it. And if you saw the commercials nonstop during the Lions game on NBC, deal or no deal island coming in February to NBC. It's the game show where you had to pick the briefcase with the money in it. Well, now you have to go out in the elements and, like, try to fight a crocodile or something and and grab the briefcase. 
I'm on board. You got to swim through the piranhas, I think. <laughs> yeah, right. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. How about this for the, uh, this is a lose some. Maybe win some. Look at the guy eating a sandwich at the Lions game. Number one, can he finish it? Number two, why would you want? It's bigger than he is. How much does it cost and why would? I can't imagine. Where do you even begin with something like this? Look at this well, video. Okay, because that doesn't look very shareable either, right? Right. Because you're going to have to get your sweaty hands That's in there and like pull off parts of the sandwich. Hey, I'll take some of that, no problem. Yeah. So that appears to be like the setup for one person only, and then that's, I mean, that's a that's stack ten high. Joey Chestnut, no. mi- minute forty five. Yeah, seconds. right, right. There it is. That what incredible picture that is. The guy at the Lions game. That's nuts. Here we go. Family portrait. The mom, the dad, and the Rottweiler. Everyone down. Say cheese. Damn, nailed it. There, that's awesome. The Rottweiler with the smile, and then you have the couple lean on the. Everyone's going sideways, lean on each other's head, and the, and the Rottweiler knows. Yeah, here's we here's what it. we're going to do. That is great. We're, we're both going to pin our gigantic Rottweiler down to the ground, put our <laughs> yeah. faces next to him, and yeah. then uh, oh, with all of our weight on top of the guy, and he'll smile. I love that dog. That's why I, one of the reasons I got Jordan. He's the color. My beagle is the color of a Rottweiler. I've never seen a beagle that color. But I, so, I, I rave reviews for Rottweiler, Rottweilers. If Rottweilers would stay the size they are as puppies, I'd have 100 of them. Yeah, big fellas. I yeah. know. How about this? I was here Saturday. What a time at Circa. Derek Stevens was at the Lions game. But what? A, look at this. It's SRO here. Look at upstairs to watch the games. And that on the side shot is people at Victory Burger at the restaurant sitting down and trying to watch the game. And then you got people huddled around the machines. The bar in the sports book couldn't move. Absolute pandemonium here. One lose some. The Niners from nine and a half up to ten and a half. That was no good. And bad for the books. Texans Ravens under 46 down to 43 and a half. That fell 44. And the bad beats. And there were plenty of them. How about yesterday? While the Lions game was going on, the Clippers were at home against the Nets. The Clippers were laying 10 and a half. The Nets led by 11 with five minutes left. It was 114 to 103. 22 nothing run to close out the game by the Clippers. They covered. The Nets also were up six with four minutes. But again, up 11 with 533. Didn't score the rest of the game. I'm not joking. Oh. That, that, that should be impossible. Right. Especially, it's not like the Nets can't score. They well, clearly, they were guys. having their way with them. No kidding. Yeah, but that's Texans-Ravens, first half over. Fairbairn misses from 47. Every Houston road game went under in the first half this year, 9-0. Packers money line, plus 370. The Niners were 0-30, went down 7-plus, entering the fourth quarter with Shanahan. Liverpool born with under 3 or 3.5. No score at halftime, 2-0, 78th minute. Two late goals by Liverpool. And also one I forgot, the gift that keeps on giving. The Kansas City Chiefs, 18 and one to the under this year in the fourth quarter, 17 and two to the under in the second half. Think I about what had to happen to keep that streak well, alive too, right? Yep. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. Bet $5 in any game, get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the app, use code VEASAN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Plethora of props already up for the two-game Sunday. Code VEASAN. Crown is yours at DraftKings. Now, when we talked to Johnny Avello from DraftKings 15 minutes ago, he said, guys, Debo Samuel is going to play. 
after I told him that Adam Schefter tweeted out the 49ers consider it 50-50 as to whether he's going to be able to play on Sunday night against the Lions. If they're saying 50-50 already in the week, isn't that a little bit more alarming to you than what uh, Johnny said? It's been a problem uh, earlier this year, right? With that, that looked like an innocuous hit. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a concussion maybe coming in. But it was, it was shoulder. It, it, and then it's... Like when he was walking off on the sidelines and eventually had the pads off, you knew he was going right, to come back. Right, but right, right. But he, he goes into the tent, I'm thinking, okay. He, it's never, a con- he never had like a grimacing look on his face. Yeah. It, like everything's okay here. It might be a concussion, but no like painful injury elsewhere that's going to keep him out of this game and potentially the NFC title game. Be a big loss, though. You know what that guy means well, it's to the enormous, team? Absolutely. Well, they only have two losses when he's been in there, right? Uh, is that I mean, the number? Not, yeah. I think he played in the Ravens game, but that was when Purdy imploded. Well, isn't it and when, I think, and I think, when it's Purdy, think McCaffrey, all, when it's off? They yeah. Don't, yeah. I think he missed every game when they had the losing streak in the middle there, if I recall. But uh, that's that's enormous. And now you got a six and a half here already on a game at Circa. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, typically I think a team on a Monday, very early Monday morning might make it a little bit more hopeful than that. Uh, okay, Debo doesn't play. Niners lose. Purdy has three interceptions. What, do you, what, what happens next year? You ready well, to have that discussion? No, I think they're going to run it back with him. They're going to run it back? I mean, he's on the rookie contract, so that's – and look at how successful they were for the in, in regular season, all, be, all with, with the exception of one game against the Ravens when he was terrible. Well, you want a different quarterback? What's well, your, uh, give, no, me, no. give me your game I'm, plan then. I, I don't know. They, they try to get a different guy every year. They might draft somebody. I won't put, put it past them to do that. But it's not like Purdy would get well, beat. If, if he gets off to a slow start and is an erratic and you don't have Samuel, can you imagine what Shanahan's doing? I mean, is this, uh, but then again, you should have been running the ball more anyways. I can't believe the lack of creativity I watched Saturday. Well, this, this, Where's the screens? Where get McCaffrey involved? Here's, Come what on. I, here's what I want to happen. I want him to look magnificent against the Lions and throw for like 380. Uh-huh. And then the Niners to play their absolute A game. And then for that number to get juiced up against the Ravens or the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and come back on the other side. Michael Lombardi on the show coming up next. If we get an upset this weekend, who will it be? Coming up on Follow the Money, it's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VSEN Daily Newsletter. Adam Burke previews both championship games today and talks about how big the Samuel injury is. Expert analysis, latest odds, straight to your inbox, absolutely free. VSEN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Go get it. Michael Lombardi joins the program now, longtime NFL executive. Uh, his show, Lombardi Line, here on VEASAN is at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And the podcast is called GM Shuffle, comes out twice a week. Michael, good morning. Thanks for the time. As always, we appreciate that. Uh, the Bills cannot get beyond the biggest hurdle in their way, and that is named Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. We've kicked this around a few times on the show today. Do you think the Bills will make any drastic changes now that their season's done? I mean, I can't think so. I mean, he's four and five in playoff games, Sean McDermott, uh, five and six with Josh Allen. You know, for all the people that stand out there and scream that Belichick's a horrendous coach, but he had Tom Brady. Well, how do they handle this one? 
How do they handle this? Is is with Josh Allen, a generational type talent at quarterback, and they can't get to the conference champ. They can't get to where they have to go. They've been to one conference championship game, and so I don't believe they will. But when you really break the game down, it was very similar to the game they played in Kansas City, where the Tony lined up offsides. I mean. The Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills controlled time of possession. They controlled the game, had the ball for 37-plus minutes, but they could never stop really Kansas City. Kansas City hurt themselves with an interception and a fumble in that game. In this game, we had the, the Hardeman fumble, which would have put the game further away. Fortunately, they were able to get on the fumble that Allen had. So uh, defensively, for all the conversations and all that talk, this Bills team couldn't throw the ball very effectively, couldn't do make big plays yesterday, and then – when you only put a team in five third downs all day, I mean, how do you think you're going to win that game? That I can't believe. Five. I mean, they did. What were the yard? Would you say yards per play were seven? Well, seven. It, it was seven point seven to four point seven. I mean, oh. Kansas City. Kansas City barely had. But Kansas City only had the ball for twenty two minutes. See, time of possession is the meaningless number. If you don't score touchdowns, this game was a living testament to mm-hmm. how I believe you must run the football. But if you don't make explosive plays in the passing game, it's hard to score points. Buffalo went from the three-minute mark remaining in the third quarter to the end of the game without scoring another point. And so, therefore, you know, you're not going to win games if you don't score in the fourth quarter. Now, people say, well, they missed a the field goal. Well, it's never one play. If Diggs catches the deep pass, it would, change, it would have changed yep. the whole game. But this offense has really had a hard time really being explosive in the passing game. And defensively, they're small. People can run the football. We saw Cincinnati do it last year. I mean, Kansas City doesn't even want to run the ball, and they ran it down. Pacheco didn't play in the game before. Nobody talked about that. And he played in this game, and he was the difference in the game because he's really mm-hmm. hard to tackle. I thought Kansas City's tackling in this game was probably the biggest thing that they, they, they did poorly because they were willing to let them run the football. They weren't going to give up a play down the field. Okay, so then looking forward to the AFC title game. It depends on where you look. The Ravens are either 3-120 or 3.5, even money, is the favorite here at home to the Chiefs. Which side do you lean early on in the week here, Michael? I lean Baltimore. I think Baltimore will play much better defense against Kansas City. Look, I think, and I've said this on my show and I've said it on the pod, Kansas City has played much better offensively over the last three weeks. They've stopped trying to be a big play offense, and they just tried to run their offense. They've gone back to old school West Coast, and Mahomes has really done a wonderful job of taking the profits. He's not trying to force it. He's reading it out. He's making the throws that he makes. And, you know, they're able to they're willing to run the football. But Baltimore does a good job of making teams play left handed. And then when you really watch Kansas City, go back to the Raider game when the Raiders had the ball and the Chiefs were kind of getting back into the game on the final drive. What happened? The Raiders ran the ball down their throat, put the game away. You can run the football on on Kansas City. You can. And if you can run the ball and Baltimore can run the ball effectively, it sets up everything that they do and they will be able to win the matchups on the outside, something that Buffalo couldn't do. you know. And I think that's what favors them. So I, I lean Baltimore early in the week. Okay, so you can also run the football. As the Packers showed on Saturday night, Aaron Jones, I thought should have had more carries in that game. Uh, that could have been like some sort of a blueprint here for the Lions, but do you trust this team to run the ball enough against the 49ers, even if it's working? 
you know, I, I think you have to run the ball to slow down their rush. The key to the game is always can you keep their defensive line from affecting the game? And that's the one thing the Packers did. They were able to, you know, you didn't hear Bosa's name mentioned. You didn't hear yep. Chase Young's name mentioned. Yep. But what happened was they did a great job of adjusting the game plan out. And on the last four drives of the game, we, Jordan Love was not a very good player. It just did, He was not effective in those last four drives of the game. And that's really, at the end of the day, what cost them. When you're watching the game live, you feel like they're going to make plays. But he wasn't able to make the plays in the red zone. And he wasn't able to. Actually, San Francisco outgamed him 5-7 per play to 5.2. Uh, that's not going to be the case when they play the Lions. I, I'm not quite sure how the Lions keep winning, the way they give up yards on offense, defense. You know, I know they're good offensively, but and I know their offensive line does a good job. But, you know, to me, there that was a game that Tampa had a chance. They just had too many negative plays. Credit Detroit for having blitzes tall timely. I don't think that's going to happen against San Francisco. And I was shocked that the Bucks were able to run the ball effectively against the Lions. Yeah. If Kyle Shanahan can run the ball on you, you're in real trouble. Well, that's a good point there, too. Uh, all your years in the league and being a GM, what do you think of Ben Johnson with four interviews uh, this past weekend, and Aaron Glenn with two. Well, I mean, you know, those guys—they have their—they're not really in-depth interviews, right? They're not going—they're not spending a lot of time going over the team that they're interviewing for. They're going over who they are, and what they do, and kind of what they see their vision for. So I, I think that's kind of—it's a get to know you. You know, when you look at Ben Johnson, you wonder—you know—he looks like a guy who calls plays. I don't know what he'll be like as a leader, right? He doesn't mm -hmm. have to worry about leading the Lions because that's Campbell's job. Campbell handles all that. You know, I, I think Ben Johnson's a really good strategist. He's a really good tactician in terms of calling plays. I just don't know what his personality's like. He's from the Adam Gase school. You know, Adam Gase trained him. He, that's where he's from. That's how he ended up getting to Detroit. So it'll be interesting. And I think those interviews that he's having is really about getting to know him and what kind of leader he is more than what he thinks of your team and how he would build that team. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if we get chalked this weekend, you like the Ravens, sounded there like uh, you're leaning the 49ers as well because the Lions probably won't continue to get away with what they have been. If that happens, DraftKings right now, they have up the 49ers, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. We just saw the game on Christmas night. It was a bloodbath. Ravens killed them. What would you make of that number? I'm shocked that the Niners – I think the Niners' power rating is a little off, especially when you look defensively. You can make plays on them defensively. Now, you've got to be balanced and throw the football. I think it's the year of Harbaugh. I've been saying it on my yeah. show. I think it's the year of Harbaugh. I, I think that the, this, this Raven <laughs> team is connected – I mean, that's a 31-3 to game without the punt return. They dominated yeah, the game. Yeah. They made great adjustments in the second half. You know, look, I like San Francisco's team as well, but I think once you play them and, and if you can play from in front and neutralize their off defensive line, which hasn't been dominant, right? Like that, you didn't barely felt that defensive line out there. Now, maybe it was because the field was slide. You know, they'll have a hard time against the Lions because the Lions can protect, right? We said that about the Packers. The Packers could pass protect. They mm -hmm. were going to be able to throw the ball because they could. Now, credit Steve Wilkes for adjusting his game and really forcing it. And Aaron Jones, you know, like you said earlier, he ran the ball, probably should have run it more. I think Baltimore's the best team that I've seen so far. Give me some dirt. What are you hearing here about what happened with these coaching moves? And let's start with your friend Belichick. 
Well, I think I think look, Belichick is uh, he's going through the it's the discovery process too, right? So they they got to find out about him. You know, the one thing about the NFL that you have to know and understand as fans is there's a lot of self-preservation. You bring Belichick into your company, you know, there's a lot of people that aren't going to be there anymore. So people yeah. are fighting to keep their jobs. It's the same thing in every other place. I, I think there's a surprise candidate at the Chargers that no one really knows about. And I think there could there could be a decisions coming there. Ooh. I don't know if it's if it's going to be Harbaugh or not, but I think there is a surprise candidate there. Uh, I, I think some of these jobs will start to to kind of resonate. Carolina, it seems like Dan Morgan's going to become the general manager, and then they're going to hire whether it's Dan Quinn, whether it's uh, Evero, or whether they can get Ben Johnson. I don't know, but that's the tr- that's where they're headed. And you know, I think ultimately Seattle will be a defensive coach, no question. I think Pat Graham's in good shape there in terms of what he wants to in terms of his interview process and Aaron Glenn in Tennessee. But this is the week now, guys, where you can have in-person interviews. Right. So they can bring you to the facility. And this is really when you peel back the layers and find out who's really involved. In 30 seconds here, how big of a surprise are we talking? Not asking to name names here, but if the Chargers would make a surprise hire, like is it a level 10, like knock our socks are going to get knocked off? I think it would be a low. If this happens, I think it would be an eight. I mean, it's going to be a proven coach. Okay. All right, Michael. Thank you as always. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yep. There you go. Thank Lombardi you. line today, one o'clock Eastern, ten Pacific. New podcast as well with Femi Abemafe. It's called GM Shuffle out a little bit later on this morning. I don't think it's going to happen now. Well, Har- Har- would have been done already. If it's a surprise and it's not Harbaugh, then oh, is boy. he? Does he go back to Michigan? Maybe. Probably. In-pocket plays are coming up next on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the Olympics. Exactly. He's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying. They, I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think I ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. Well, you know, as Johnny Avello told us from DraftKings, I mean, imagine if Tampa gets the two-point conversion. There was seven. There were sevens here at Circa. I saw as low as five and a half as well. And I had seven and seven and a half in plays. Oh, boy. But plus six with Tampa, mm. no good. As that was a monster two-point conversion. The decision is, I'm, not a, I'm fine with the decision. I hate that play call. Every team to score a touchdown over the weekend. Yes, that's a winner. Jordan Love, no interception. Threw two. That's a loser. C.J. Stroud, no interception, plus money. That's a winner. Will there be a point in every quarter of every game? That was a winner. Mahomes, no interception. Winner. He's plus money Sunday. Can't believe it. I'm going to bet it again. Chiefs plus three. Leon outright. As I tweeted, they all cashed the same. 16 of the last 17 Peterborough United matches have gone over to it. Wow. Another winner as they get it done. And I'm adding, this is fun tonight. Can they keep it going? Can they get closer to this record? Winnipeg is in Boston tonight. Then they play the Maple Leafs back-to-back. Will someone score more than three goals against the Winnipeg Jets? I like the Bruins, minus 130 on the money line. And at DraftKings, the team total over 2.5 is minus 170. Over 3.5 is plus 140. Can the Jets keep this going? Because now it's a big stretch and a big week for the Winnipeg Jets coming up. So I'm adding the Boston Bruins tonight. They'll win pocket in a great game. All right. Uh, part of me is happy the Bills are out because I can't figure out the Josh Allen props, getting them wrong every single game. The other part of me wants them to continue because I had futures on them to win the AFC. Anyway, this week I had the INT prop. No bueno. Loser. Cade Otten, over 20 and a half receiving yards. Winner. Baker Mayfield, 275 plus yards, plus 148. Winner. Two bets here on the Kelsey uh, props. Over 60 and a half receiving yards. Got there. That was minus 125, 70 plus on an alt number, plus 132. Also a winner. Buccaneers, six and a half. Oh, that two-point conversion was massive. Didn't get it. And so that was a loser. I thought they were going to win the game. Detroit didn't put them away in the first half. And then Mayfield got hot. But then credit to, to Goff and the Lions to get it back in the second half. So no good on that bet, and I have uh, nothing as of right now. I need to see more of these props come out that are going to be available here in Las Vegas for Championship Sunday. How'd you do with the in-play, by the way, betting this weekend? Because bag. I did well to the Niners. It was just, yep. I, I just I could, I've seen it a thousand times. Like the Packers were going to blow that game, and they did. And then I gave some of it back yesterday, betting the Chiefs-Bills game under. And then... I was betting over Blew it. up in the I was, first half. Yeah, I was betting over at high numbers. I didn't think there would be stops coming, but that that lost. I would have won a fortune if the Packers would have won. Get that. 
I had money line before, and then that was, yep. It did not look good from Jump Street between Purdy being erratic and then oh, all no, the success was... the Packers were having time and time again through the ground and on the ground and through the air. Put the VEASAN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with a VEASAN Pro subscription. $199 for your first year. Promo code FTM. Access to everything we do with the brand new VEASAN.com website. Daily best bets. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving every game. Great dog videos. The upcoming Super Bowl betting guide. FTM is your code. FTM for your first year. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So again, this uh, Niners-Lions NFC title tilt, it's between six and a half and seven. You're going to have various juice then on those numbers wherever you look. And the talking point here is uh, how much would Debo Samuel mean to this number if he can't play? Adam Schefter, uh, about 50 minutes ago, tweeted out, 49ers consider it 50-50 as to whether Debo oh. is going to be able to play. On a Monday? I know it, right? I'm that's, with you. That's, I, uh, that, that's strange. Mm-hmm. So, Jason Logan with a good tweet. Jason's in the gambling space. Most books, as he points out right now, have the Niners seven, six and a half, depending on <clears throat> where you look with the juice. The Niners, you ready for this, Paulie? The Niners averaged 31.4 points in 14 games with Samuel in and staying healthy. The Niners scored 17 points per game in the three games Samuel missed. Yep. That's a two touchdown difference. That's why I pushed back with the McCaffrey MVP stuff. Wow, was that big? Debo means a lot. Oh, yeah. But Lombardi made a good point, though, too. And shame on Canales for the play calling. But if White can have that success on the ground, what's going to happen with McCaffrey? They're going to have to do that, too. Well, like, does that continue, or does it go back to the original Lions team where you couldn't run on them? You know, I would think that McCaffrey could because he's so good, but also... Detroit just can't... What? I'll, I'll leave it at that, yeah. All right. Detroit can't stop anything right now. That's the biggest takeaway. Can you just, all you have to do is contain Hutchinson, give the quarterback time to throw. He's going to pick you apart. Yeah. I mean, look what Otten and, and Evans did. I mean, look, every single week they're getting torched. Nick Mullins throwing for 400 on him twice. It goes back for several weeks. It's beyond weeks, actually. It's now months with how quarterbacks have played against this defense and how leading receivers have torched them. And it happened again. Mike Evans led the entire divisional round in yards, and Mayfield did the same thing passing the ball. Today's the anniversary of Kobe going for 81 against the Raptors. We were watching that game live. Oh, what a performance. That was uh, on championship it, Sunday, was w- it not? When the, when the Patriots blew the big lead to Peyton Manning, it was Rashad Caldwell. Oh, bug eyes. Dropped a wide-open pass. Yep. Three years ago today, Dan Campbell was introduced, had the press conference say, we'll be biting kneecaps. I mocked him. People laughed at him. What a job. Here he is. Gary Myers, by the way. The Lions are the only team that's been around for the entire Super Bowl era and not played in the Super Bowl. They're one step away from doing this now. Obviously, the Browns went away for a couple years. And to think this guy is the guy that can do it? What a job. Good for him. This city, for it to be in Las Vegas, if the Lions could get here. Again, Lions-Bills would have been the ultimate matchup of all time. But one of them getting there would be. Now, how about this? How big of an angle is this going to be if the Chiefs get by the Ravens this week? Because you saw Jason Kelsey. I got a big kick out of it. Uh, I know other people are going to be sick of the Kelseys here uh, if they're not already. Oh, it's going to be bad. Oh, please, Baltimore win. I like I like Jason. I don't think it's going to be, be that bad. You don't think it's going to be bad? No, because uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift's on tour. No, so I'm not she- saying, no, I'm not saying like have the cameras around her house. It's just going to be nonstop two weeks of Swift, Kelsey, Kelsey, Swift stuff. Mm. About because they. Look at this guy. Now, this is Jason. 
pregame yes. with the Bills Mafia, and you knew he was going to be in rare form during this game because whatever this is, drinking inside of a, out of a bowling ball. Oh, my God. And he chugs the whole thing, and he slams it down, and he's got the parka on, the heavy gloves, and then when he made it inside the actual stadium. Right. So there's an unbelievable shot where they show Taylor Swift after a Kelsey reception, and he's slamming a beer behind her with no shirt on. Oh, yeah, he's got the he's shirt got, off yes. the entire – look right. at this. Yeah. He was a complete lunatic yesterday. The Bills fans couldn't get enough of it, obviously. He jumped there. out of the suite into the crowd. Oh, yeah. And now look at this. Slams the beer and then hops right up and goes back in the suite. And Taylor Swift doesn't know what to make of it. As, oh. so, as some were saying, this guy would kill it if this was a combine event. No kidding. Look at the agility. It, and coming in and just jumps in with the fans. Shotguns a beer. And then comes right back and jumps back in the suite. So someone... A, a media member who knows him, for a reference, asked him, how drunk were you, or how many beers did you have be at the parade when you won the Super Bowl? He said 20. He goes, "How okay, on a, a, 20 beers. What, what's your scale then, 1 to 10? He goes, I'm a 5. You're a 5? He was a 5, 20 beers in terms you, you of the mean, drunk in scale. In terms of he was only drunk right. on the scale? Right, 20 beers. That's what he said. Well, he's a big so fella. Then, right, so then what? how many did he have? Yesterday, the whole day, and then what's the scale there? I'm going to guess the equivalent of more oh, than 20 oh, beers because oh. it was beers and what, what are you drinking out of a bowling ball? Oh, yeah, right. This is Andre the Giant now. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's uh, crushing. Yeah. He's got I got, a, I got a buzz going. I'm 27. Yeah. How many do you need, Andre, to get drunk? Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I have I had, I had 105 so oh. far. So, you know, talk to me when I reach 120 beers, I might get drunk. Like the anesthesia. Like putting down an elephant. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, a, yeah, when yeah. Andre the Giant had How to have much surgery. Do you need? How we much, have no idea. We don't know. It's yeah. Load him up. Um, 20 beers, I'm only a five. Anyway, I found that wildly entertaining. Like, yes. that's pretty cool for a football player who's as good as Jason Kelsey is to be doing that with the fans. Okay, if it's going to be nonstop Kelsey and Swift, is that going to be easily avoidable, though? I think it is. If you want to find it, I think you're going to be able to find it. Here's what I... If the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, imagine what the Kelsey media night surrounding is going to look like. There will be 3,000 yeah. media members around him. Yeah. They're not going to care about anybody else. Patrick Mahomes, who? Yeah. Because that's where everybody across the world, they cover it for whatever outlet they work for, and it has nothing to do with sports most of the time. What a job, though. Six straight trips to the AFC title game. You think this guy is good? You see what I'm saying, though? Wow. Like Part of me wants the Ravens. I know. The other part is like, you're going to bet against Mahomes? Really? If you miss any of the show today, you can search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcasts fast one today. Enjoy it. Good luck tonight. We'll see you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.